This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, self-defense events happen in seconds. 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 And in the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense, but if you must, then you must be ready. That's why the USCCA exists, because every responsible armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about the USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. uscca.com slash G-O-R. Hey, Jeff, fun last night? I, I didn't do Did you get hammered? I didn't do anything. I was pretty lame. What? Happy New Year, though. You didn't get you didn't get hammered. No. Did you get hammered? No. We're pretty lame. Did anybody get hammered? No. I didn't get hammered. Matt, did you get hammered? No. <laughs> what a boring group. What did you do? I was in bed. Yeah. Because I went to the auto show, and I did what? Friday I did nine segments. Saturday I did ten. Wow. And today I did, I did nine. What? What, what do you mean segments? Like you interview people with, with? Oh, okay. A-U-S-I. Oh, wow. What did they pre-record them? Live, my friend. Oh my gosh! Oh, you 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 were live from the, uh, from the auto show. I didn't really watch KUSI over the weekend, I so sorry all. about that. Never talked to you again. I know. <laughs> you get That's your, cool, did man. You get your coach? Not yet. Did you go down and look at it? Not yet. Working. On you were going to do it last week. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Oh, your Jeep's it's not coming. running again. No, Jeep's running like a top. I don't even know what to do. By the way, you should have never said that. Yet. I know. <laughs> I seriously, I don't even know what to do. It's my not, everything works in my Jeep right now. Blinkers, blinkers work. Wow. Yeah, he's, I replaced the blinker fluid, <laughs> and boom, it works it. like I a. Told you to put the blinker fluid. By the way, Dave. What Friday? I went and read. You, you're going to get a kick out of this story. I'm sure I will. All your stories are good. Friday, I met the uh, range, and I'm not going to tell you what range. Okay. And I met this guy. I'm not going to tell you his name. He introduced himself, and he goes, "Hey, man." He said, you know how Dave's always giving you a hard time about spaghetti? <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. He said, well, I walked into Janet's not long ago, and guess who was there eating spaghetti for breakfast? Who? You. I was not. That's what he said. <laughs> He's full of it. You know. Look, my stomach, he- you have breakfast, yeah. you have lunch, and you have dinner. I came real close when I was at Izzy's by having a BLT at 11:30. Wow. And it was a pull. I wonder what he was talking about. Jeez. I swear I swear he, I would I would never f- I can't hash even browns eat, with a lot of ketchup? I can't even oh, maybe eat it cold was- pizza. I can't <laughs> even a, eat cold Alicia, pizza. Alicia, that's actually really <laughs> That's a very intelligent. Yeah. The closest I can think. No. No. I you should have seen it, it was like He's it was pulling your leg. It, 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 pulling my leg. It was like he was it was like he was uh 
Was he giggling when he said it? No. Oh no. No, it was very serious. Oh. It was like uh it was like I was like a cop, you know? <laughs> and he was like he's like, Look, man, I got some inside oh, info. I got some inside yeah. Well he Something was to looking at the wrong guy because I guarantee I'm taking his word. I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. <laughs> Do they? I don't even. Do they have spaghetti? I, honestly, I was a little surprised. I don't even remember that they have spaghetti at Uh-oh. Janet's. No. I wonder what he's talking about. I'm, I, gonna, I'm going back to the, that range. To, you better go uh, back and you know, shoot him. I was uh, I was getting qualled. Uh, uh, I had to re up my uh, CCW. Oh, Alicia, what was that look? <laughs> oh, you're reminding me. Yeah, I expired. Oh, there you go. Okay, I you thought you were. Yours? No, what? Yeah. Yeah, I got to do mine too. Joe Germisi did mine. Thank you, Joe. He did an excellent job. I did my four-hour renew. He made me. Uh, I, I think he. I think he made me shoot more than. See from most. Michelle. Never. What would I eat spaghetti in the morning? Michelle said that she would. I would. I know. I know. have. Yeah, I'm sure you. Have. <laughs> would you eat spaghetti in the morning? I probably would. But have you? Not. I don't think I have. Oh, but you I'm not it. necessarily opposed. I've just never had. So the your stomach isn't sectioned out. I don't discriminate. I do. No. <laughs> I don't I discriminate. Do. It's terrible. No. I th- honestly, I think uh, I think uh, a lot of Italian food is uh, is actually really good the next day, cold for breakfast. Lasagna, oh, pasta, pizza, a calzone. Calzone. Oh, oh my god. Gosh, no, cal- I can't do it, dude. I would eat, like cold pizza the next day. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. So good. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's greasy, it's thick, and it's cold. Nah, Depends well. where it's from. Yeah. Well, because I've been busting my butt, I haven't eaten. So to today I made him a meatloaf sandwich. Oh. That it was in the fridge. Oh. And I had I couldn't eat it till the second hour, so it would chill out or get room temperature. Also. <laughs> Well, if 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 the I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell the name, but I'm I gotta go back to the guy my my source. You go back to your source. I gotta go back to my and you source. You say you owe me a box of ammo. <laughs> You'll say why? Because Stahl says you're full of you know what. <laughs> well, honestly, I almost went to Janet's. I'm like, they have spaghetti. No, and you're not gonna drive that far anyway. Well, I was well. Or where are you living now? I just I actually just divulged which range I was at because I was already out there. I was out. I was. I was out at Lemon Grove on a gun club, yeah, which is out that, in Alpine. That's, well, that's Alpine. That's not so I was already Alpine. there. I'm like, well, hell, I'm already that's out here. Lemon Grove. That's Alpine. Well, it's you know why it's called Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club. And, and their PO and, box, huh? Their PO box. It's their business address. Right. It was well. It was. That's what I heard. What happened was, uh, it was it was a bunch of vets after World War II, and they opened up Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club in Lemon Grove, and it was really only out there for like three years. I want to say it was like 47 to 50. And then in 50 or somewhere around there, they uh, bought this chunk of land that happened to be in Alpine. So their headquarters was in Lemon Grove, but their facility was in Alpine. But then they just moved the whole thing. Gotcha. So, but they've planted a bunch of lemon trees out there. And they still have their monthly meeting in, in, in Lemon Grove oh. in, in honor of. You know, and they never changed the name, but it was really only in Lemon Grove for I want to say like three years. Somebody email me and correct me or whatever, yeah. text us. You'll win me. something. But I'm pretty sure it was 47 to 50 was in Lemon Grove, and then they got that the facility in Alpine. But it, that's why it's called Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club. Whatever happened to Culver Canyon? <clears throat> you know, I don't know. Um, it's a good question. I mean, that's a nice facility. It is, of course. You know, Mark passed away. No, I know, I know. And uh, he didn't leave it to you. Didn't leave it to me. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I th- I think it's got new owners, and I-, I think people are still using it. Oh, they do. Alicia, have you been up there? They have. New- it has new owners from the East Coast. 
from the East Coast? Yes, and they had a purpose intended for it. It did not work out, and so there's... Just sitting there. ...word that they are trying to offload it, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. That could be your base I camp. Don't, they, apparently, they didn't realize the road was as unfriendly as it is. They what? The road needs to be fixed. The road is unfriendly. No, they told me it's no problem. You could drive a car up there. No. Well, I've seen cars go up there. <laughs> yeah, well, I almost killed my Toyota truck going up there. No. It takes about two hours. Your Toyota truck can make it? Well, it made it, but... I didn't like it making it. Oh, by the way, because I know you, it blew up. What? My Toyota. Truck. What do you mean? The motor let go after 338,000 miles. It still ran, but Dave says it's. Blame it on me? Yes, I'm, That's getting, I'm getting the engine rebuilt. The turf I saw you're driving a Silverado out there. Uh, Silverado. Diesel. Diesel. 3.0. Yeah. 33 miles per gallon. Which, let me ask you something, because I'm, I'm about to buy a diesel. Yes, you are. What, uh, what, uh, is it a problem? You know what I mean? No, like, it's just expensive. It's more expensive than regular gas? Oh, it's six-something six a gallon. I didn't think it was that much. Okay, so it's a little more money. Yeah. What, like a buck a gallon more? Yeah. Um, I don't you, know if you have to use DEF, blue DEF. Yes, otherwise you go into, they call it if limp want, mode. There's a case of it in the back I'm like, of mine. I'm like, geez, that's horrible. That, no. Hey, there's a want... case in the back of the Chevy, <laughs> the back seat if you want it. Oh, all right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll score some DEF off you. Well, you're going to need it. Um. Can you find it? I've been looking around for the what? last couple of weeks, and it seems to be easy to find. Def or diesel? Diesel. Oh, piece of cake. It's easy, right? Every Chevron station. Should anybody? So that goes back. That's one of the reasons I. But you know what it says? It says on there, this is. Oh, yeah, 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 Chevron. Yeah, yeah. Chevron. I was thinking E85, but they're, they're, it's not a Chevron product, they say. Yeah. But no, just, yeah, any Chevron station. It's easy, right? Yeah, and the only reason I know it, because, you know, I just always go to Chevron. Hey, let's take a quick break. You listen to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hi, folks. Hey, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon. If you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you need to know that your guns are California compliant, call our trusted firearms attorney John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760-642-7150. And you can visit his website at DillonLawGP.com. So the guy that was on the show, yeah. my gun show before our uh, motorsport show, yeah, he's from New York. Yeah, I've heard of it. So I says, yeah, I says, uh, I got to go do my gun show. Gun show? You do <laughs> gun show? I said, well, yeah, you guys are pretty cool with guns in New York. He goes, <laughs> New York? Are you kidding me? I'm outside of Manhattan. Maybe I'm outside tuning of, in. I'm tuning in. Outside of Buffalo and Manhattan, New York is pretty cool with guns. Yeah. But, you know, we actually have a listener in, in Missouri. I know. I can't believe our signal went that far. Isn't that cool? So, uh, <laughs> signal. That's a lot of coffee cans. <laughs> so, we got a cool, I'm going to read this email. Or, yeah, yeah read right this email. Ahead. All right. And uh, I thought it was really cool. Um, it goes, so I now have been listening to the show for around a month. I listen daily and truly enjoy your show. When I was in the military and stationed in California, I was a member of SDCGO. Thank you for your support, my friend. I have to say, Action Jackson is my favorite. <laughs> the way he says the answer just brings a smile to my face when I'm listening 
and he's not on, I'm like, dang. Int- I told you. Wait, let me try that one again. When I'm listening and he's not on, I'm like, dang. In times like today, just something so small to bring a smile to someone's face is worth it. Uh, is worth it all. His sunglasses review had me laughing, but was was one I actually listened to because it kept making me laugh. That's awesome. I now live in Missouri, a much more free state. Uh, thank God. I'm one of the most pro 2A. I work at a gun store, and I say it all the time how much I love it. I don't love it just because I like guns or get to see them all and touch them uh, first and go through 50-plus guns and not have to feel like I'm bugging somebody. Mm. <laughs> that is a good reason to work at a gun store. Yeah, sure is. Get to put your fingerprints all over everything. Um, okay, maybe that's part of it, but I absolutely love the fact I know every time I get to say you're good to go after the background check comes back and they're taking that new firearm home, I've just empowered them to be able to protect themselves. Oh, that's awesome. So you got to send that to Action Jackson. I did. They saw it. Um, and then he goes on, says a couple other things. Um, I had to finally send you all an email and let you know how much I enjoy the show. I'm cool. always down to talk more. I hope you have a great and safe holiday. Nathan, thank you, Nathan, Absolutely. for listening. That's an awesome email. We sent it to Action Jackson and his uh, his uh, his his crew. Yeah. And I'm sure he said. They loved it. Well, of course. Action Jackson's not yeah. Of course. Action Jackson's not here today because it's his mom's birthday. And happy to celebrate. Yes, happy birthday, Kelly. Kelly, 21 years old. Congratulations. <laughs> I hope that the the gang, the entourage, is uh, spoiling the heck out of you. And mm-hmm. happy birthday. And hope to see you guys next week. And and uh, we're just, I'm just so glad that we connected. It's been uh, just over a year since we found little little Action Jackson. And Where I did you find him? He was on the side of the road offering to wash my windshields for two bucks he's too short he could, <laughs> well that's he could he could watch that's why i was nuts. like look we got to get you out of here he could wash your lug nuts let's that's put, the best he could do let's put you on the radio he couldn't even get to the windshield i'll tell you what happened um britney from the glock store because he used to train at the glock store. oh that's right she so, turned you on yeah britney said i remember she told me she said hey there's this he told me all about him you know there's this i think he was eight eight-year-old kid he comes and and uh practices um we're gonna have him at the glock store table at the at gun prom and this was October uh what 2021 mm-hmm. gun prom and she said is, is it okay if you know can we can we meet I was like yeah sure totally forgot then she came up and, and and told me about it at the dinner and she said hey is it okay and I was like oh yeah sure whatever went over and talked to the kid and just just fell in love yeah. just absolutely fell in love that's the son you never had <laughs> he he gave me uh, a sticker of you know course. how he gives everybody mm-hmm. the you he know does. sticker and you put uh, it on your phone, if I'm not mistaken. I had it on my phone, and I said, "Hey, do you want to you want to go up on stage?" And he looked at me, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, that's that's too <laughs> no, much." No, 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 he did much. not. He looked at his mother you know, <laughs> first, big saucer eyes, and I'm like, "Okay, that's that's too much." Okay, okay. So I dropped him off a bunch of stuff mm. at Glock Store because yeah. I just thought he was a cool little kid. Yeah. He would just really enjoy cool meeting little him. dude, uh, shirts, hats, whatever. And said, "Hey, you know, make sure when he's next time he's in to, you know, give him." And his his mom and dad uh, sent me a text and just said, "Hey, just wanted to say thanks." And I said, "You know, I don't have a plan, but I'd love to have him come on the radio show. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do with him. I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how if he's going to even like it." And he came on the show, and the rest is history. Yeah, I was over at uh, Five Eleven. Uh, yeah, Variety. Down in what Mission Valley? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm checking out. He says, now do I get the Action Jackson discount? <laughs> and he went, oh, you know Action Jackson? I go, well, yeah. Don't you listen to our show? No. No. <laughs> I said, you used to advertise with us. Yeah. So, But yeah, he says, yeah, we'll hook you up. Oh, that's nice. Well, says, how do you find clothes to fit this kid? <laughs> you know, because everything he buys, you know, but everything fits him. Yeah, well, he's he's growing up too. It must be. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. his he's latest really picture. A kid looks like he's a teenager already. Yeah, he's working on it. Take his hat off. Yeah, he shoots. He races cars. He uh, yeah, he does uh, mixed martial arts. Does kid, he do miss mar- mixed martial? Yeah, arts? Yeah, with with uh, Smashley, the yeah. MMA. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yeah, this kid's cooler, and I he's cooler at ten than I think I will ever. I think he's nine. He's cooler at nine than yeah, I think I will nine. ever be. Yeah. That I ever, I he's as cool at nine as I hoped to be when I was an adult. Yeah, and he's still cruising. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's that's, hilarious. That's absolutely. Yeah, he no. did some stand-up comedy. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, he does it here too. Oh, he's got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, well, how long? So it's a new year. Uh-huh. First off, let's any resolutions? Got any resolutions? Um, no, not no. really. Just you know, keep fighting the fight. You know, I mean, it's almost like it's not necessarily a resolution. It's something you do every day. Yeah. Second Amendment, fight, fight, fight. There you go. You know, try to convince the community, you know, to pay attention. You know, don't just sit there and complain. Do something. Yeah. Get involved. Jump in. Jump in and, you know. Get you know, off the wall. It's not know, a spectator sport. You know me. I talk to everybody and anybody. I mean, yeah. I talk about the show. I, I, I talk, I talk all, especially this show, because people are just, if they don't get their head out of their – other Who's end, what's it? They're gonna they're they're gonna end up turning around and saying, "Gee, what happened?" Yeah. And the and once you say, "Gee, what happened?" It's too late. Yep. They've got you. They've taken over. They're, they've controlled you. They've got you doing things that you don't necessarily want to do. There you go. So you just and the only way that happens is you got to get involved. San Diego County gun owners. It doesn't make a difference which which group. You know, Orange County Inland Empire. Yep. Riverside, it doesn't make any difference, but you can't complain without getting involved. That's right. Doesn't do any good. Complain so doesn't do any good. What is your New Year's resolution? Because you had a big change for 2013. Well, uh, t- 2013. I um, <laughs> I mean 2023. <laughs> I'm gonna for, first resolution. I'm gonna buy a calendar. Um, you never had one? No, no. I uh, 2023 is. Uh, I don't know if it's a resolution, but it's. Uh, there's there well there's a lot of changes you know we we're gonna uh, we're gonna there's some staff coming on um, we're we're looking at opening up uh, L A County we're rolling out our 501c3 or not me California 501c3 mm. so the, I, there's a lot of there's a lot there are, there are a lot of balls in the air that I got to keep spinning mm, <laughs> and the balls plates, a lot of plates the the, the plates are, are are even bigger than they ever were. So I have. That's what keeps you rolling. Oh yeah. So I gotta, I gotta get that. I gotta that. My resolution is to make all that work. There's no excuse. There's no apology. There's no. There's nothing holding you back. Golly gosh. There's. It has to work. Period. Nothing holding you back. Well. There's nothing. Everything's holding me back, and I have to just. Well, you got it. it. That's what I said. There's nothing holding you back. It's your choice. Everything's trying to hold. What about you, Alicia? Yeah. What's your New Year's resolution? Probably she's going to get my cousin's gun back. Yeah. No. I. Oh, I've got it. What? Um. So, you know, I work. So, what I do day in day out, I work with people. So, just it's the same for me. It's not really a resolution. It's just to continue to work with people and to do the best that I can for them and to mm-hmm. inspire and to. to that teach was a them. nice post the other day on on social media. Oh, I'm going to read that. Yeah. I want to read that in the next segment. Oh, you're going to read that. Yeah, I'm going to read that. that. He's was, reading all the things today. I'm reading. Yeah, everything. but no, that that should have made you feel good. Yeah. 
Not that you were looking for it. But it was, you know, it was, yeah, you it's know, what I mean, you do. Right. Right. It, it is. And, and, and it's not the first time I've gotten that. So, right. you know, and I appreciate that. And you have to, you almost have to say how much you appreciate it because you do it. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, so it's not like I'm doing it for accolades. Right. I'm doing it because that's what I do. Right. That's cool. Can I read it? I'm going to read it now. I was going to read it later. You got it? Can you get it out in four minutes? I can get it out in four minutes. You messed up the other one. I did not. Okay, my name is, I'm not going to give their name, and I believe I witnessed your instruction of a student a month or so ago at this one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Uh, A month or so ago at the Morena store. That's Discount Gun Mart. I'm going out on a limb here because the instructor was female, and you only have one female, um, and you're you're the only female, female name on the list. Um, through my peltors. See, I told you he'd mess it up. I didn't mess it up yet. <laughs> peltors are. Do you know what peltors are? Yeah. Electronic ear. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're electronic uh, ear protection. Mm-hmm. I was listening in, and I was really impressed with your instruction style. My wife and her two good friends have finally come around to wanting to learn to shoot. I want them to learn from you. If I buy them gift certificates, how do I specific? How do I specify they work with you? Please feel free to call with any questions or comments. And then the guy gave his name. That is an email that Alicia received from uh, someone that overheard you as an instructor um, uh, for uh, Discount Gun Mart. Best yep. form of a compliment when when somebody else hears what you're doing and then compliments. Right. Because you know it's not not very few people do that. And same thing with. Your other friend. Very few people go out of their way to either write a post about something good that they've heard. Yeah, they mostly go out of their way for negative. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must be. I mean, it's enormously rewarding, though, isn't it? Is. it? Working it, with people. It is, and you know, I found because I, you know, I aim myself to get out there and to train as often as I can. So I try at least once a quarter to work with somebody, and even if it's content that I already know, it's still good to. To be exposed Refresh. to it, I hear it from somebody else's perspective. Sometimes I learn different terminology that can reach somebody different because I work with all different types of people coming from all different places in life. So um, I worked with some real jerks, you know, and I and I see it and I hear it from people that come to work with me that thank me. You work with some real jerks, like is it, they're instructors. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's some great ones. I worked with some wonderful guys um, and girls, um, but I've also had some that were not so pleasant that I wouldn't go back to. Hmm. Huh. What's the key to being a good instructor? Not being a jerk. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Oh, you're going to have to Wait, hold that yeah, thought. We'll yep. answer it on the, yep. the other side. The other side. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Orange County Gun Owners is dedicated to preserving and restoring Orange County self-defense rights. And if you live in Orange County and you want to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, you need to join ocgunowners.com slash join. Orange County Gun Owners is more than supporting the lawsuits of the Second Amendment. They have developed an effective infrastructure that focuses on local outreach and activism. Volunteer at a shooting social at a gun store and tabletop and help more pro-gun local officials get elected. Become a member today, ocgunowners.com slash join. So our New Year's Day show, um, Alicia, so right before we went to the break, we asked you what's the key 
to being a good instructor? Is, from the student's perspective, I think it's just being patient. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, you have to, you have to have a keen, fast eye. <laughs> so from my perspective, it, there's a, there's a huge safety concern. Um, a lot of people come with a false sense of thinking they know more than they do, um, and can be a little, a little unsafe. Um, so I gotta, you know, um, but I, I, I start everybody off in the classroom and I give them a foundation so that when we get on the range, I'm pretty confident that they're going to do well and we are able to fine tune things, but I'm patient and I listen. And, uh, well, you don't have two students alike, so you no. have to adjust accordingly. No, I do. I adapt. Yeah. yeah. You have to. You have to. I mean, you got people that learn quick, you got people that mm-hmm. are not, and you got people with bad habits and you got people that never even seen a gun. Then you got the people that are scared shitless and then you got the people that think they know it all. Yeah. And I think that the t- I think for a, whether it's guns, cars, boats, I don't care what you're training, it's all depends on how well you can adapt right. to the to your because if you're the type of an instructor that it's your way or, or the highway, mm-hmm. then you're going to not make a lot of money. I've worked with some of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, we definitely I think uh we we definitely have the ability we being the gun owning community we love making mountains out of molehills, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I know I get frustrated with instructors who don't really have a curriculum and I get frustrated with, with, with instructors who it's my way or the highway. Right. I, there's got to be like this comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, like, look, you know, I teach it this way. Others teach it the other way. They might, you know, they're not necessarily right or wrong. It's just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's, there's mm-hmm. a comfortable meeting that, that I think. But you see the ones that do it right raised to the top i mean we talk to instructors all the time on this show yeah but we don't talk to every instructor on this show i gotta tell you i, I was talking to somebody over the weekend san diego if you're looking to use a gun if you're looking to learn how to use a gun mm-hmm. san diego has some of the best we have a cornucopia oh, yeah. <laughs> of plethora. instructors a oh, plethora yeah. of instructors from you know people that have you know high level military backgrounds people that are civilian people that are I mean, you name it, man. I would put uh, our pool of instructors up against many, many, many other, um, uh, you know, places that I think people would, you know, are, are you know, more, more pro gun friendly, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what happens in a lot of these gun friendly states is they're kind of complacent mm-hmm. and they've, um, you know, well, my, my grandpappy taught me, so I don't need to take formal mm-hmm. instruction. You know, and they don't have, and we have a wide variety of really great. I mean, Alicia is a great mm-hmm. instructor. There's a ton of really great. But instructors. I think a good piece of advice is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, or tell me if you've run into this. If you get an instructor that you're not comfortable with, you can walk away. Has that ever happened, Alicia? Have you ever well, not like to wanted? Her no, I know. I've never had anybody walk away. Not a walk away from you. No, that's not. <laughs> but what you know what I'm Alicia, saying, Alicia? Has anybody ever hated you so much they walked away? <laughs> yeah. no, no, that's, that's not, not what I'm what asking. I'm what I'm saying is, have you ever been with an instructor and thought that I you don't even wanted to be walk here. away? Yes. And did you? No. You yeah. figured I'll just suck, suck it, it up. up. Yeah. It's tough. See what I can get out of him, and maybe what I don't like, I can use that as a tool, right. Not to do and might with me, right? But I'm just saying, not as an instructor, but if I. Let's say I've never shot a gun before in my life. Mm-hmm. And if I get, because I think a lot of people get intimidated once you sign up with an instructor, you're stuck with them. And mm-hmm. I think you should know that you have the right. Oh, you have options, absolutely. To walk away. Well, I don't think a lot of people know that because mm-hmm. how many people have you That's talked to that went and had an instructor they didn't like? 
but yet they went through the whole course and then they told you they didn't like him. I, I do. I have a lot that come to me after. So then what did I get you go, a, it's almost like, well, then what did you go there for? Triage. The laugh yeah. reaction. I get the reports. <laughs> yeah, so, right. you know, I think they feel they pay their money. They may not realize that, you know, and different instructors have different policies. I don't know if there's refunds or, you know, I don't know. And I'm sure they don't know either. Do you give it's, refunds? Um, no. No? <laughs> give them a dirty look. And they leave fast. And a hug. Larger <laughs> but you've never life. had to. You I've don't, never you had don't to. know if you give refunds because you've never had, you've never. You know, if someone were to complain, I'm, I'm sure management would, would handle that and would take care of it. Why would you ask that, Dave? Because somebody had to ask it. It's like and you're not going to ask it. It's like asking a doctor, any of your patients ever died? <laughs> they ever died? Said, oh, yeah. Do you want to see my portfolio? <laughs> Here, let me introduce you to one. He's right here under the table. Wall. So let's talk a little bit about the show. Um, you know, it's what show? How, <laughs> Gun Owners Radio. End oh, yeah. of the year. What? what was your favorite moment from, from last year? Oh, my God. You're going to make me go there. Yeah. What was your favorite moment? Do you have one? A lot of changes since uh, last year on the show. I have to tell you, the one that I got the biggest kick out of was you destroying Hammerling. <laughs> I got to and mic drops. Yeah, I thought those. I think the mic drops were daring. They were bold. It, it caused you not to get invited to too many places. <laughs> yeah, but I just because you were straightforward, honest. You done your homework. It was like two pages long. I'm sure it took forever to put them together, but I I loved your mic drops and and what you did to Hammerling. There was one other guy you caught all of us totally off a of guard off guard, and you chewed him up one side. And I can't think of who that, <laughs> that was. was. A, that might have been a couple years ago. That was another yeah. guy that was running for yeah city council. God, I don't I remember his name because you know I'm thinking okay, you know he's going to be you know positive, and you know if he disagrees, new no. I I will uh, I will. Have you gotten uh, wiser as you've gotten older? No, um, not at all. Um, I uh, <laughs> I will honestly, sincerely say that the um, hammerling thing is one of San Diego County gun owners' greatest accomplishments. Um, I don't think people fully understand that. Um, I don't think people fully understand. You know, we were designed to to find people like Hammerling and keep them out of office. We were designed to do the real work, not just, oh, he's a Republican? Okay, cool. No, you no, know, I, I, that's I, I, not, I, I, you know. I ran into those guys that said, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, well, Hammerling, you know, he's a Republican. He's a Republican. Well, that's completely meaningless. What does that mean? In fact, if anything, you should be harder on him, which we were. Oh, yeah. And finding out exactly how he truly felt about Second Amendment issues, which were atrocious. I mean, the the, the way he felt about, uh, you know, the use of government force in general was atrocious. So what is he doing now? I, who cares? No, I know. I'm just you know curious. I mean, it, it, and it doesn't matter because we kept him out of office. Yeah. And that's, so I, mean, I don't know what he's doing. Probably out of work. Retired. Probably complaining about San Diego County gun owners. But uh, we kept him out of office. We got somebody in office who's good. Now we're going to keep her, you know, hold her feet to the fire. But the important thing here is, um, you know, we we found somebody who was lying to us mm-hmm. about the Second Amendment, and we had a meaningful uh, effect, a real, true, meaningful oh, I effect. Think, on I the, think we had a lot to do with him not making it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, po- I pointed out that one statistic that uh, ninety thousand people who voted for the Republican governor voted for the Democrat for sheriff. 
ninety, was like ninety two thousand people, something like that. At least could have been more, but that was the, oh, I, that I, was I, the I, delta. I, 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 um, so we absolutely had an effect, and we kept him out of office, and we're the only ones that said, "Hey, you know what, this guy." So um, that was uh, that was an important moment. I think it was. I thought it was too. Everything worked the way it should work. San Diego County gun owners did their job. Gun owners radio. We did our job. And everything worked, and it was. I'm I'm really proud of the organization. I'm proud of the work that we did. I'm proud of the, of the fact that we didn't just, you know. Oh, and and it's funny because I'm sure you did the same thing I did because I would, you know, defend our position. And if I told him, I said, "You know where he stands on red flag laws," and every single one that I talked to about it said, "No, what?" I go, "What do you mean, no, what?" I know. How do you miss that? How did you? I mean, that's probably one of the most important parts of of the campaign and you just glossed over it. So in New York uh, last week, there was a decision about their red flag laws. Now let me, let me talk about it. So red flag laws, that's yeah, just that's, to explain. That's the label that they talk about. It's basically if there's no, if there, if someone's not breaking the law and there is reason for concern, it's supposed to give law enforcement the ability to step in and stop somebody from committing a heinous crime. That's the concept. The only type of red flag law that I've seen are these gun violence restraining orders where someone's not breaking the law, someone accuses them of being dangerous, and boom, they come in and take their guns and then you know go to court. So uh, gun violence restraining orders. So, they ha- so what happened was is you know one of the anti-gun think tanks said they, they thought this thing up, these gun violence restraining orders, and now they're spreading them from state to state, Okay. So all of them very much look alike. You know, a gun violence restraining order in California looks very much like one in New York. New York, a judge struck down their gun violence restraining order, said no way. These are unconstitutional. And if you read their uh, his decision, it was like he was listening to gun owners radio. I mean, it's, it's everything that's bad about these gun violence restraining orders. Right. He confirmed. He, we've been talking about it and saying, yeah. hey, this is what's wrong. But he, he put a little bit of an interesting spin on it. He said, look, I'm, of course, paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, with Bruin. He say, hey, look. He did, I don't remember. I don't know if he actually wrote, hey, look. That might just be me. Um, you know, the Second Amendment is not a secondary right. It's not a second-class right. It's, it's a right. Right. And um, with other rights, for example, like if you are uh, put into like a mental institution, then you know you're, you're they're you're t- they're taking away freedom. They're mm-hmm. taking away your you know rights and freedom. And in order to do something so serious, they have to get experts you know to get in front of a judge and you know there's a decision made. Now look at this right, the right to keep and bear arms. Anybody can just about anybody can accuse you, and then they take your your rights away. And then if you choose to, you can go to you know through due process. You can go through to court and you can you know. He basically said this: it's the total opposite. Mm. It's the total opposite that if, if truly, like the Supreme Court has decided three times now, that it's not some second class right, then we have to treat it just like we treat other rights. So they came out and basically said, "Hey, gun violence restraining orders. You know, now this is New York. It's a lower court. It's not their Supreme Court. It's not, or you know, Superior Court, but it is a important decision, and I believe it's it's the way of the future." Um, as far as how they're going to strike these gun launch string orders down, we were cutting edge. And it's that's that's exactly why we were so against 
uh, hammering. And I'm so so happy that we accomplished that. I I think you're 100% correct. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Oh, yeah, I'm on the right page, too. Hey, did you know we have a world-class flight training school right here in San Diego? Pilots can fly almost every day. And we're close to the ocean, the desert, the mountains. It's beautiful. Aww. That's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn to fly. So you can still learn to fly in sunny San Diego right at Montgomery Field. Sounds like a weather report. Getting started is easy. All you have to do is call them at 858-569-1822, learn to fly with SDFTI, or call today at 858-569-1822. All right, so what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about- Not uh, my met, not my foot injury. No, not your foot injury. How's that doing, by the way? It's fine. I didn't go see a doctor. I knew you wouldn't. I just- You, you just complain. I don't go see doctors. You just complain. Last time I went and saw a doctor, yeah. he, just, uh, he just sucked blood from my neck. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, never go see Dr. Acula ever. I wouldn't either. And, and well, <laughs> Alicia recommended him. It wasn't me. So, no, we were talking off air that uh, I had caught wind that, that DeSantis is going to. Yep. Be, uh, I think there's a name for it. it Constitutional carry. And that'll. I thought it was up to 23, but you say it's 26 and he'll uh, be 27. Tw- yeah. There's 25. He'll be 26. Florida yeah. will be 26, I believe. Is that so, right, Alicia? Am I right on that? Sounds right. Yeah. But you still, you know, but it, it, the way it was presented, it's almost like you don't have to get training, you don't, but you do. Uh, constitutional carry, if, if you can legally own the gun. But you, yeah, but you have to pass a background. No. You don't even have to pass a background. If you can to- legally carry the gun. If you can legally own the gun, you can carry. Okay, so how does that work? the The purest form of constitutional carry. I can't. I can't vouch for all twenty five states and exactly what they right, do. Right, right, right. But constitutional carry in its purest form is this: if you can legally own the gun, then you can carry it concealed or not concealed. You can carry it open or you can carry it concealed. Who determines if it's if you're qualified? There, there's if you can legally own the gun. Yeah, but who qualifies that you there's can legally no, own it? That, well, well, okay, so if you go buy a gun, you still have to go through a background check. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, that, okay, so that's, you made it sound like if you just bought a gun, but who's going to sell you a gun without going through a background check? I, well, I mean, you can buy it. In, in many states, you can purchase a firearm from, from an individual okay, I got you without that. going through a background check, but you still have to be able to legally own the gun. Right. That doesn't that doesn't disqualify you know it doesn't mean criminals can can purchase guns legally it, it means that if you're selling a so gun you, and you don't to, know this person yeah. you better go through a background check right to protect or, yourself you know, if nothing right. else because yeah. now because now you're if you sell a gun to somebody who legally can't own it then you're committing a crime right right so and, if you live in another state and you're doing a private party transfer and it doesn't require a background check you still go through a background check if you're if you're selling it to a if stranger you're smart yeah yeah otherwise you, you'd be a criminal right. 
So we're up to 20... 25. Wow. Getting close to 50. Uh, Is that right, Alicia? I just looked it up, and I'm counting 24. That's 24? what I thought, David. Yeah. Oh. That's what I Maybe thought. I'm wrong. Yeah. And, and, Sometimes and, I'm wrong. And Very rare. In but. any case, w- somewhere near half the states in the I union... Know. That's got to make the left crazy. ...are constitutional carry. Well, I don't know about the left. It probably well, it, I think it makes people on the it makes Republicans nervous too because well, no, there's a lot well, of idiots that, in the Republican Party thing. But it makes uh, what it makes is that people who don't support freedom it makes them nervous, mm-hmm. you know. So, but the question is, and where we were going is, I got to tell you, if uh, if if some <laughs> miracle happened and California became constitutional carry, mm. I'd still get I'd still carry concealed. I'd still have a CCW, right? All right, I have a bit of correction. According to the NRA, it is 25. Oh, you were close. The, the Me first, and the NRA know. The first article I looked at was dated March of 2022, so it looks like there may have been a 25th added after that date. The NRA is reflecting 25. There you go. And then uh, Florida is supposed to be 26. 26, right? Correct. Which is amazing. Florida, by the way, kicked off this whole CCW thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that said, hey, you know, get a, get a carry permit. It's mm-hmm. shall issue. And then boom. I mean, this is early, like back in the early nineties right. they did this. So they're they're the kind of the the OG right. of uh CCW. Which is good, which is what is is and I think that's gonna be and especially as long as this lawlessness continues. Well, so if, if California went constitutional carry, would you still get a CCW and carry concealed? Absolutely. Why would you do that? Just because I need all the protection I can get. But no no no. I mean, would you so they would no longer would require a CCW? Oh, would you still get a CCW and would you still carry concealed or would you not get a CCW or would you not, you know, would you carry The open? only reason I wouldn't get a CCW is I don't want them to know what I've got. Well, they're already going to know. It's registered. Yeah. Then why get a CCW? Well, that's, the, that's, that's what I'm why, asking. That's the question. That's the question. Alicia, what would you do? What would you do? And what would you recommend people do as, as an, an instructor? instructor? Oh, that's Extraordinary. a So if, so you're saying in this... So I bought my gun. I got my background check. I'm good to go. Do I need to go through a CCW? No, would you? Would you recommend? Would you get a CCW? I'm not a fan of open carry. So when it comes to constitutional carry, there's some, there's different facets of it. Okay, so why are you not a fan of open carry? Um, I... you asking the, for the, so there, no, yeah, I, in my opinion, there's there is that risk. Um, somebody who's who is trained, you can because the, the, the thought is okay that the, the open carry can be deterrent, which is possible. Um, it also can be a magnet for someone who wants it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and unless you train and you under you know, and then you're going to train and train and train and you're going to train and practice to stuff your draw on that retention. I, I think it's a it's a liability to yourself. Um, if you're going to carry and you're concealed, you can get that draw out just as fast if you practice it. Mm-hmm. So there's, I don't see a downside to the conceal. I see a down, I and see a risk a to the open. for somebody to come after you if they don't know Correct. you have a conceal. That's an interesting way of putting Correct. it, Alicia. You don't see a downside to concealed carry, but you do see a, a risk, a risk to, open. to open carry. I think that's an ex- mm-hmm. extremely uh, excellent way of putting it. And, and I think exactly you, how I feel. If, yeah. And if you stop and think about it, because you know, you get some guy drunk coming out and you're walking down the street and you've got a sidearm and it's exposed. You don't know. You and now video now, after video surveillance, just videos of people having their farms taken away from them when they open carry. Yeah, you become a target. Yeah, yeah. But what about a CCW? You're concealed. So as long as you're doing your job and you're keeping it concealed. But would you go through the? Would, would you, would, go you through, would you recommend people go through the process? Yeah, this is an instructor telling you no, don't come to my class. I would. 
you tell them to come to the class? It doesn't have to be my class. No. But you tell them I, to go I, to I would. Class. I would. Yep. Well, because I think because the training is what you're looking for. So just as far because- as the C- well, it depends on where you go. So as far as just as it stands now, the CCW course, the different instructors handle it differently. Some places it's just strictly law. Others will give you some instruction, how to carry, how to load, how to do all those things, how to holster. Mm-hmm. Others do not. That's not required. The requirement is the law. So as far as training goes, um, if you're going to if you're going to go into a CCW course expecting to learn how to shoot and learn how to draw and learn how to do all those things, you may or may not get that depending on where you depending go. Depending on the instructor. Right. The requirement is the law is to teach the legal side of it. What do you what, teach? What can you do? Um, through through discount, it's, it's, it's heavy on the law. So what can you do without getting in trouble? Where can you go? Where can you carry? Where can you not? If you need to store it and transport or you need to go on to uh, under lands or places you can't carry, how do, what do you do? All those legal things. If you get into an incident, how do you protect yourself? How do you, what do you legally say to protect yourself? You know, after an incident, you know, how do you keep your, you know, first of all, you're told that you expect to get arrested, right? So um, just kind of preparing people for the legal and the practical side of it. I've definitely, that I, I've definitely, I've met so many people who want to get their CCW for the first time. I, I would say I've probably at this point after, you know, five, six years or whatever, I've probably met thousands of people who want to get their CCW mm-hmm. and they've never had a CCW before. And I can tell you that, um, that I would recommend they all go through a, the CCW mm-hmm. process because it really takes it down to its most basic, um, uh, uh, you know, foundation, you know, whether it's, you know, simple gun safety that everybody knows, but then it starts getting into, hey, where can you carry? How do you carry? When can you pull from concealment? That kind of stuff is extremely important. Now, that is a separate question from do I think it should be required, which, you know, I, I think that um, if it were constitutional carry, obviously it wouldn't be required. Right. So I would, but I would prudent though. Exactly. I would still recommend. Yes. Now, if you've been carrying for 10 years and you do a bunch of training or whatever, I don't know. I just pulled 10 years. It doesn't necessarily have to be 10 years, but you've been carrying for years and you had a bunch of instruction or whatever. seems like a waste of time for you to, to maintain a CCW. Um, doesn't really do anything, but if, if you're brand new to it, I got to tell you, it's a whole different skill set. I know guys that have been shooting guns for 30 years and they don't know diddly about carrying concealed. And it is a whole different skill set. Ignorance to the law is not a defense. You, no. you get into an incident, you're going to be in trouble, and you can't claim you didn't know. It doesn't work that way. You can try. It just don't work. <laughs> you won't win. So, But anyway, I'm, I'm extremely proud that half the nation is, is constitutional carry. I think it's, right. it sends an, a huge message, and it puts the responsibility back on the person and in the country of the self-governed, which is who we are. That's where the responsibility should be. We are not children. I agree. Most of us. Most of us. I had to think twice. <laughs> I had to think twice. Dave, I know it's chewing you up. I looked up Hemmerling on his LinkedIn. According to that, he's just back to his law practice. He's a lawyer, law too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was oh, a God, I got to use yeah. him. <laughs> That's interesting. I just have to figure out what kind of crime I need to get into. He was, well, he was a prosecutor, basically. A lawyer. In, mm-hmm. um, it's even scarier. Well, that's why he was such a good liar. That's why he got so. That's why he fooled so many people. Yeah, because he's a trained liar. Yeah, I totally agree. So, but you did catch him, huh? What? what? I had one of his. Colleagues. I don't think he expected you to say what you said. I don't think so either. And I got to tell you, through back channels, he. I prepared him. I told people who knew him, "Hey, I got to tell you, we're going to go hard on him with this whole." You know, and he still. 
I had he's a, a lawyer. I had a colleague of his uh, uh, reach out to me and tell me that they could not believe. He said that he, he could not believe that that I that as a prosecutor he got beat up so oh, hard, man. so hard. Yeah, I I I never knew he was a lawyer. That makes it even crazier. Well, all right, let's take a quick break. Why not? It's Gun Owners Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. The answer. Hey, Inland Empire gun owners strive to be the ounce of prevention in the fight for your legal gun rights. How do they do it? They do it by fundraising and getting local pro-gun candidates elected. Become a member today. Go to iegunowners.com slash join and join the growing number of responsible gun owners stepping up to defend our Second Amendment right. That's iegunowners.com slash join so we got uh, uh, who do we have? We call him Action Jackson. We got uh, Sam the Gunman. You there? Yeah. How are you guys? Good, man. You were so darn interesting last week. We just uh, we wanted you to call in and uh, hang out with us until it's time to uh, to cool. ask you a trivia question. All right. Well, I uh, hope I can help. <laughs> well, I hope you can help too. So, uh, did you see? We were just talking, Sam. Did you see the decision out of New York? against their red flag laws, their gun violence restraining orders? When did that come out? It came out last week. I'm going to say Wednesday, Thursday. I, I didn't even I didn't prepare you at all. I'm totally springing this on you, but did you just happen to catch it at all? No, I uh, I have not seen that yet. It was pretty uh, amazing. I, I saw that there was something about it, but I didn't see what it was. Then they're starting to uh, – this, this judge wrote an amazing decision. We talked about it just a little bit in the last segment, but the decision – in essence, was that um, the uh, gun violence restraining orders, which is the only one of the things I was talking about, and maybe you can uh, either confirm or, or correct me, but you know, gun violence restraining orders is really the only type of red flag law I have seen. Have you seen any other variant that they call a uh, uh, a red flag law? I have not seen any other variant, and it's uh, interesting that you bring this up because. Um, red flag laws in, in the form of gun violence restraining orders. Um, that is one of the few types of state gun control laws that we have in Virginia that we share with you in California. I think the verbiage is a little bit different, but um, that took effect in the Commonwealth of Virginia on, I believe, July 1st, 2020. Lucky um, you so guys. We, we have those as well. So, and that's what they do. You know, these think tanks and all sides do it. Every, you know, left, right, center, up, down. Uh, you know, you name the issue, whether it's, you know, abortion or immigration or guns or taxes or whatever, you know, some think tank, uh, says, Hey, this is, this is the, this is the law that we think should go, should pass next. And they, they, you know, they draft it and then they go to all 50 States and, and try to try to get it passed. 
So it's not a big shock that the only type of red flag law is a gun violence restraining order, and everybody's gun violence restraining orders are the same thing. Um, you know, they probably, you know, they tweak it a little bit here and there so that, it, you know, some of the nuance matches, you know, each state. But in essence, if they're passing a red flag law, they're passing gun violence restraining orders. And if they're passing gun violence restraining orders, they look identical to what California has and New York has and now Virginia has. And I don't know how many other states. So the well, judge. Gets, go ahead. Uh, this gets to something that I said in my very first blog post for the SDCGO blog. Um, and that is that the states really do, in a practical sense, use each other as models for new legislation. The, the state governments pay a lot of attention to um, what the governments in other states are doing. They're not 50 isolated uh, political systems. Exactly. So, you know, and I encourage people, um, if people, it's, it's pretty rare that somebody says, hey, I, I don't want to be a member of San Diego County Gun Owners anymore. That's pretty rare. Um, most of the time when they do, um, it's because they moved. And I always tell people, hey, congratulations on your new life, you know, wherever you're moving to and for whatever reason. But uh, it's still a good idea to support, you know, us here behind, uh, you know, you've moved on to free America. That's great. But, uh, you know, John still has a long mustache here in California. So (laughs) you got to help us out. You know, if you don't stop it here, it's going to spread to your state. Um, And that's exactly what's happening with gun violence restraining orders. So the gun violence restraining order, uh, the judge um, said uh, that, yeah, it's totally unconstitutional. Um, and he, he said, he, we were talking about in the last segment, that you know it, it's, it, it's not a secondary right. Your right to keep and bear arms, that's your right to self-defense. And it's not, you know, gee golly gosh, you, know, you, know, you don't have to apologize for it. It's just like your freedom you know, of speech. It's just like the freedom of the press. It's just like uh, religion. Um, in fact, you know, it, it, it's, it's equal to, it's, it's, it's not better than it's not worse than, you know, it's equal to, and he talked about how, and I thought he did a really good job, Sam of, of, uh, he compared it to, um, you know, having being, being institutionalized and said, Hey, if someone, if we're going to institutionalize somebody, if we're going to put somebody in a mental facility, then, you know, we're taking away their, their freedom, right? They're, we're taking away their liberty, their freedom, their rights. And uh, in order to do that, you have to have experts. You have to have medical experts that say, hey, yes, this person, you know, is whatever, uh, you know, danger to themselves or others. And uh, he, he drew that comparison to gun violence restraining orders and how with gun violence restraining orders, you don't have to have an expert. You know, anybody, any old, you know, uh, whatever can can make an accusation and then they take guns and then you get to go to court. And he, he, he said, that is not right. That is not how this is supposed to go. And I thought that was a really, really brave and accurate uh, um, uh, decision for a judge to make, especially in New York. I'm extremely happy of the way. I feel like this is, it, it's all, it's, this is, this is where it's going to, this is where it's headed now. And I think in five to 10 years, we're not even going to, we're, we're not even going to remember what a gun violence restraining order was. Well, it's, um, I think that that comparison with um, institutionalizing people is a very apt one. And one of the problems with um, the, the issue of gun violence restraining orders in, um, in politics, in the gun control debate, is that it's one of those things that looks really good on the surface. So people who don't really know a whole lot about the, the subject matter and just want to have feel like they they need to have an opinion, otherwise they're being irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Um, And many people think that way. 
It, it looks like a good idea on the surface, taking away um, firearms from people who are deemed to be at significant risk of, of harming themselves or others. But the thing is, they violate due process. And there are many legal mechanisms for taking away firearms from people who are already dangerous that involves going through the proper court system and the proper procedures. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is gun violence restraining orders violate due process. You are not, it, it, there are so many legal principles in, in our legal system that they break. Well, it, it, it annoys me that we aren't more uh, vocal when the anti-gun side says, you know, geez, you guys won't even compromise. It's, we've, we do, we've done nothing but compromise. We've done nothing but compromise. Um, you since know, 1934. since 1934, that's all we do is compromise. It seems like, you know, um, you know, we've, st- we've started to stand in the way of some things. Um, but you know, even a gun ban in what, what was that? 1994 was the uh, federal, uh, assault weapons ban. Is that, was it 1994 or 92? It was 94, uh, 94 to 04, 94 to 04. We didn't even stand in the way of that. We just said, okay, gee, golly, gosh, if you're going to do it, let's just, you know, make sure it, it sunsets in 2004. And that was supposed to be a victory. <laughs> the fact that it didn't, you know, that we didn't strike it down, we just let it sunset, was this major victory. I remember when George Bush was uh, elected in 2000 and, and everybody, you know, pulled up their shorts and, and said, you know, we, you know the NRA is going to set up a, uh, an office in the White House. You know, we have a, a former governor from the state of Texas, man. Gun rights are going to – nothing happened. Nothing good happened. In uh, in in from 2000 2008 under Bush, you know uh, we had uh, all kinds of opportunity. Nothing happened, um, but uh, the uh, uh, you know it, it's it's just it, these gun violence restraining orders. Uh, the the due process, um, I, I think it's crucial. I think it's absolutely crucial. I think this is the stand that we make, and it's not because we don't want to compromise. It's because. They've gone over the line of reasonable. And when you've gone over the line of reasonable, you know, there's no more compromise to be made. Anyway, let's go to a break. Super Dave, what do you say? Let's rock. This is Gun Owners Radio FM 961-1170. The answer. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, a lot of companies are very unhappy with their website. It looks old. It's out of date. And it's just not getting customers. SageTree gets it since 2005. SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. Stop by being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact SageTree today. To get that website that makes the phones ring. Get started easy at 866-728-9100. 866-728-9100. You can fix your website today and stop being frustrated. I want to stop being frustrated. <laughs> Dave? Uh, you and me both, brother. <clears throat> um, hey, so we were talking, uh, Sam, off the air. Or not off the air. We were talking the last uh, couple segments ago about how there are 25 constitutional carry states, and it looks like Florida 
is going to be the 26th, which is amazing. I don't know. I don't. I can't tell if it's surprising or not. They've just had such a, a successful CCW program that um, it's surprising. I, I, I think that I think that constitutional carry in Florida is almost uh, it's almost more of a statement they're making, you know, a political statement that they're making about the Second Amendment than it is a an administrative thing. I think they're they're. I don't think it, I think they're probably. Their CCW program pays for itself. I don't think they're losing money on it. They're probably not making money on it. Um, you know what I mean? I think it's more of a Florida just saying, hey, look, Second Amendment's important. I think they're looking at the Constitution and just saying this is what we need to do. Yeah, which I'm not, certainly not opposed. No, it, no, no, you know, but I'm just yeah. saying all the other states are going here, there, and everywhere, and Florida is basically saying, well, why don't we just stick to the – Yeah. and let's talk about it. What do you think, Sam? Well, I think even beyond the constitutional argument, and of course, when making new laws or policies in the United States, we have to look at the Constitution of uh, the uh, of the United States and of that particular state. But beyond that, there's a very practical argument in favor of constitutional carry, and that is plain and simple. If someone is carrying concealed and they're doing it correctly, there is no way for you to be able to tell First of all, whether or not that person has a gun on them, and second, whether or not that person has a permit. Um, and and well, yes, we do want uh, everyone who carries a firearm in public to be sane, trained, law-abiding citizens. Um, the fact of the matter is that not having the piece of paper in your wallet is not stopping criminals from from breaking the law and carrying concealed in public. I, so, and that, that's a that's another. Uh, you've touched on something too that, that went a little even further. You know, I was saying that uh, you know we're the country of the self governed, right? Um, which means that uh, you know we we shouldn't have to ask permission to exercise our rights. Which, in essence, most CCW, especially in California, especially before they got rid of good cause, that's what you were doing. You're asking permission to exercise your right. But uh, you know, the reality is this. If if you can't have it both ways, if you are going to carry, you know whether concealed or or open, and you mess up, there are huge consequences. And I I got to tell you, I'm not. I mean, if you really really mess up, if you really you know do something that costs somebody their life, um, I don't feel sorry for you. If if you know if you uh, if you didn't get training and that's why you messed up, you know what I mean, and you didn't keep up your 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 knowledge of the laws, your your proficiency. Uh, John Korea from Active Self Protection, who I love. Do you like you like John, right? Oh, I like John. That's your, I, I've worked with John. That's right. He's yeah. your uh, he's your uh, on your My your profile son. picture, right? Uh, for a while, he was. Yeah. He was. So yeah, right. uh, John Korea is the best. He's awesome, and he just posted a video, and there were some kids skateboarding. Did you see this one? Yes, I did. Kids skateboarding. Um, guy did. I don't know. Didn't like that they were skateboarding. They shouldn't have been skateboarding. Whatever. Get off my lawn. Kind thing. of. And he he pulls a gun. He he brandishes. I don't I don't remember if he he didn't actually point them at the at the he didn't point the gun. No, I, no, I don't believe he did. But he no. he he brandished. Yeah. And uh, and the kids were like, all right, we're out of here. You know, they didn't. You know, they didn't. Uh, I don't know if they were breaking the law or not, but they certainly weren't threatening him, and he certainly didn't have. The right to do that. It should not have, you know, pulled a gun on these kids. That's ridiculous. And further, 
this guy was interviewed on the news later <laughs> and was bragging about it. Oh yeah, well here's what I did. I mean, I say bragging. That's 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 subjective. He was. He was. You think he was bragging? Yeah. He. I mean, he was definitely throwing. He was, he was very proud. He was throwing himself right under the bus, you yeah. know, and just like, hey, that's what I did. He had no idea. He's about to lose his gun rights. He's about to probably, you know, he's going to become a felon, you know. Um, he probably never had any CC training. He certainly didn't have enough, you know, or he, one of two things. He didn't have enough training or he, he just, you know, threw it into the wind and said, I'm just going to do this thing, which was, you know, either way, it's stupid. That's the downside to constitutional carry is it gives open open permission and people, you know, if, if they're not forced or told they need training right. or told they have to, a lot of people won't. And well, they're not, they're not going to know. The way they present it, the way it was presented in the news about Florida, I swear it made it sound like you didn't need nothing. Well, you don't. You don't. Well, but but if you were but to get a into layman hears you don't need nothing, mm-hmm. then a layman, right. if he can get a gun yeah. someplace, yeah. Without you, going through, you get into an incident though well, that but see, that nothing but <laughs> doesn't saying, help you. The way it, it sounds like any criminal can, but it's the way it's presented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. said it right then and there. You know, you don't need to do anything. Right. Well, you still have to not be a criminal. Yeah, but it. But it <laughs> you still have to follow the laws. You know I, but you see where I'm right. saying. Mm-hmm. But but and 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 I I don't know if I'd phrase it necessarily. I I, I it just it puts the responsibility back on the gun owners, mm-hmm. but that goes both ways. You now well, have. Let me interrupt and and make a a point of clarification here. You already even and and listen very carefully to all of what I'm about to say, because there's a punchline here. No matter what state you are in or even no matter what country you're in, you can already carry a gun concealed without a permit. The difference is in some places it's not legal to do it. So um, (laughs) repealing uh, concealed carry laws and um, implementing constitutional carry is not making it physically any easier for people to carry guns in public. All it's doing is basically codifying what is already reality into law. Um, the, the, The not having the piece of paper is not stopping criminals from from tucking a stolen revolver into their waistband and going to rob a 7-Eleven. And, you know, as I said, not having a concealed carry permit does not make it impossible to carry illegally. It just makes it illegal. So it's removing the the, the criminal. It's 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 removing the criminality from non-career criminals of being able to, you know, carry a firearm, by like getting a, a, a.k.a. defending themselves, by, by, by not, by not requiring a CCW, you're, re- you're removing the criminality of, uh, of, a, of, a, of a non-career criminal who's, who, who's mm-hmm. trying to defend themselves. Pretty much, yeah. The, the, removing the criminal consequences, which, you know. So th- ask Sam the question that you asked earlier. So the question that we were kind of throwing around, batting around a little bit, let's say that, that you're, in, you're in Virginia – um, let's say that the uh, state of Virginia went constitutional carry. They're not currently, right? Correct. They are not currently. Okay. So let's say they went constitutional carry. So it's no longer required for you to, to get a, a CCW in order to carry concealed. You can legally own the gun. You can carry it concealed um, or open in, 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 in theory. Um, Virginia so- is an open carry state. The thing is, it is shall issue concealed carry, yep. but you can open carry without a permit. Okay, so here's my question. If they were constitutional carry, 
would you it's actually it's like four questions would you would you get a ccw still would you recommend people get a ccw would you open carry or would you still carry concealed and would you recommend people open carry or would you recommend they carry concealed the answers to all four of those questions are very simple um, and they are that i would not recommend anything different from what i already do um, I already say definitely get the, the concealed handgun permit because even if you can legally carry without it, it does a couple of good things for you. First of all, it's recognized in some states that are not constitutional carry. Good point. And I think there's one or two states out there, I believe it's one of the Dakotas or Montana or something, where it's constitutional for citizens of that state, residents of that state, but you need a permit if you're out of state. So it, it gives you an extra layer of legal protection, even if you're in a constitutional carry state. Um, and if you do get into an incident, then conceivably you could bring that up in court as proof that you are uh, sane, trained, and law-abiding. Second, in Virginia specifically, it allows us to buy more than one handgun within a 30-day period. Uh, we have that special state-level thing. So that's useful. Um, and as for open carry versus concealed, I always caution people away from open carry Why? because it makes you it makes you conspicuous to people who are not gun people and you can you can be an intimidating presence you can scare people and people will treat you differently if they see a gun on your hip and if something does happen then you are now broadcasting exactly what your yeah. threat level is to that criminal you're making yourself the first target that was not a yeah. That was Alicia's point, and I, I really, truly think that that is the absolute best point. Mm. I'm not saying open carry should be illegal, so stop typing your email to <laughs> Gun Owners phone, Radio and whatever. Spoken. I know. I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm not against open carry. Everyone just, we're, we're, we're having a, an intelligent discussion chill, here. Chill. What I'm saying is um, I would not, I would never choose to open carry. I would never choose to broadcast my threat level, as uh, Sam uh, eloquently put. Mm -hmm. um, I would much rather, um, uh, I, would, I don't want to be their first target. I'm already um, a big, extremely good-looking guy, so I already know that their eye will be drawn to me first off. So I don't want to complicate that by them going, not only is he handsome, but he's dangerous. That's right. So I'd rather carry concealed. I think that uh, you don't need that sparkle in their eye. I, you know, it's tough. Right? I, it's I, my struggle. That's why you drive a jeep. <laughs> that doesn't. I run. drive a jeep because I'm sassy. Okay, that's why I drive a jeep. Dude. Okay, you just ruined it. Hey, your doorbell just went on. I don't know what that was. I think see, Lord so, Rushman. <laughs> but I, I think that's extremely intelligent. I, I, I think people. I, I think that concealed carry generally is better. I'm not saying that we should outlaw. Well, it's open just carry. like I was saying when they you know, interviewed somebody from Florida. Why are you, you know, for this yeah. this program? And he said because that way, if I go into a room or a building or a business, nobody knows who's carrying and nobody knows who's not carrying, and the people that are planning on doing a bad deed will think that same thing and think twice before they you know, do something that yeah. could get them in trouble. Sure, and I know guys with nice watches that won't wear them in certain, you know, when they go to certain places. I know women with beautiful jewelry that won't wear it mm -hmm. when they go to certain places. Now you have what, you know, a $600 or $1,000 or $1,500 lethal wow. weapon on your on your head. I, I don't, I'm not, yeah. I, don't, I really don't want people to know that about me. There's a lot, of, and, and it, what, what, you know, you brought up earlier. Hey, I don't want to get a CCW because I don't want I don't want the government to know 
you know, what I have or whatever, you know, that whole, you know, people, I don't want people to know whatever. I don't want them. Okay. I really don't want them to know that I'm carrying and I really don't want that to happen. So, um, anyway, I think we're, we're supposed to go to a, supposed to go to a break. Here. All right, folks. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. This is gun owners radio FM 96, one AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Is there a better tool that empowers a woman to defend it against an attacker than a, that's 100 pounds bigger? That's why it's so important women to learn how to defend themselves with the most effective self-defense tool ever invented. For women, led by women, the Not Me program is designed to help with training, purchasing a gun, and getting a concealed carry permit. And guess what? It's free. Sign up. Go to notmesd.org. The program is also available in Orange County and the Inland Empire. Get help today at notmesd.org. And hey, wait, I heard, I heard we have a, a wit, wit winner. A what? What? A what? 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 What winner? We do. <laughs> so we actually have a prize winner for joining the email newsletter uh, for gun, gunownersradio.com backslash subscribe. We do have a winner for the Gun Owner Radio Prize Package, and that's Adam Earls. Congratulations, Adam. Your surprise is in the mail. You know, uh, I just heard uh, from uh, one of the winners or or one of the uh, one of the donators for the uh, Christmas party. You know, we gave away three guns that night. Oh yeah, and a bottle bottle of tequila and a bottle, (laughs) a couple of bottles. We gave some. It was like you seen. I had this rifle. I saw it later. She was there. Oh, that's right. I was there too. David, I see you. David. Oh my God. Old. Oh my gosh! Hey, Mike, we that, had pictures together. That's right. I never got to see those. <laughs> All right. And the tequila bottle went. That was the third thing that somebody picked. Hmm. How cool is that? We should, you know, we should gotten. Uh, we should have had like a couple of boxes of Stogies, and it would have been ATF night, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. <laughs> you know, there was a time, but even in the car business, when we go to car press events, yeah, that after dinner, and we go, you know, everybody always goes to the bar afterwards, and they would have just boxes and boxes and boxes of Stogies of cigars. Yeah, good start. Good cigars. Yeah, not right. anymore, huh? Now what do they? What do they give you? Like, uh-huh. like, like they give you uh, little boxes of uh, kale to chew on. <laughs> little boxes of kale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't even do that. They don't even do that. Huh? I remember wearing that shirt there. It was a good time. It was not that long ago, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I love that shirt. I got more more compliments compliments on that. Congratulations to the winners. Yeah, and I'm sitting here thinking I, I want to congratulate and thank. Do you smoke cigars? Uh, I have in the past, okay. uh, but I want to congratulate the uh, the winners, and I want to thank the, the the donors. But I'm not sure if they want me to <laughs> give their names over the air. Probably not. So I'm just going to say thank Thanks, you so donors. much. Um, you guys are awesome. You We're know, actually, you know who you are. You know who you are. Winners, congratulations to you as well. You know who you are. You know who you are. We're actually going to have a. I think we're going to have a look for an online auction. I think we're going to do an online auction mm. for some firearms in February. Is that legal? Yeah, oh yeah, we did it a couple years ago, and it went over really, really well. We did it right in the middle of COVID, and that actually went it went over really, really well because guns were hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> number one Still and number are. two, uh, it was uh, you know it's hard. You know, people didn't have a lot to do, but we're gonna we're gonna do it again in February. So keep an eye out for that, and it should be a really, really good time. But yeah, I I like I I haven't uh, 
I haven't. Uh, I made a mistake. I hadn't. I hadn't had a cigar in a long time. And a couple years ago, for my for my birthday, I went to and uh, one of those places in Claremont. Uh, one of the oh. cigar lounges in Claremont. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and went to yeah Excalibur. Excalibur. I, I think it was, yes. And I think uh, I hadn't had a cigar in a long time. And you fell over. And I went in, and the guy was like, "Well, what do you want?" And I was like, "Man, I want like I want something meaty. I want." I want like a, I want like a, so oh my God, I want like a steak of a cigar. I want the best, biggest, baddest, whatever. And he goes, all right, well, I got this one. It's called the Slaughterhouse. He said, it sounds exactly like what you want, the Slaughterhouse. And it had been a long time. It had been a long time, Dave. Alicia's laughing. I think, I, think noticed, I told you the story. Have you ever noticed when you get something in your head, Yeah, it usually ends up not all that good? Me? You've done some pretty crazy stuff, like, I really wanted to buy this, or I really yeah, wanted oh yeah. to do this. Oh, yeah. No, I get all wrapped up. I know that. you do, and you won't change your mind. So, <laughs> nope. we so, dove into the slaughterhouse, sort of slaughter- inhaled It heavily. was delicious. It was so good. It was everything I wanted it to be, and I sucked that thing down, and I, oh, my God. I got about three-quarters of the way through this thing, and it was probably about two and a half feet long. <laughs> it was enormous. <laughs> And uh, it was, uh, and I was, oh my gosh. And I turned about 50 shades of green and got so sick. And I had, I'm sitting there with friends and I'm, I'm like, you got, you got to hold it together, man. Yeah. You've got to hold it together. You can't be hurling across the room. So I, uh, I, I ended up going into the back. They had this private bathroom that I, that I know about. And other people have been For to private. people that smoke slaughterhouse. And I thought I was going to die. Turned it inside out. Oh yeah. my God. So I went back. I went back out and was drenched in sweat, and and was totally playing this thing off like, yeah, all right. Well, listen, we're gonna wrap it up now. To get another one of those. Ooh, what is it? Seven forty-five. Boy, <laughs> I didn't realize the time. I got it. You know. So I, I don't think I've had one since, but it was uh, it was not good. I, I used to smoke cigars fairly often, I suppose, um, but uh, I don't know. There are guys that that suck those things down. Oh, I know. I had a, Sam. I had a cigar with your with your grandfather. Uh, Which one? A million years ago, the uh, the pilot, your your dad's dad. He was uh, and your dad, your dad and your dad's dad turned me on to cigars when I was uh, twelve. Yeah, well, I think I was a little. I think it was like nineteen twenty, I don't know, twenty twenty one, something like that. Your old man and your dad both. Like I, I th- your old man. I think it was no, I think it was your grandfather. It was either your dad or your grandfather. I don't remember which, but I remember. I have a fairly vivid memory. Of of him mowing the lawn while smoking a cigar <laughs> in the in the, in like the in the Florida heat, Ugh. just sucking that thing down. I'm like, oh my god! Now, I used to carry that? a cigar in my mouth the whole time I was in the army. Yeah, but I never lit it. I was gonna say, <clears> yeah, it wasn't lit you because just, in you just the get army the flavor. back. When, no, no, it wasn't that either. Because back in the army, you know, they say, all right, let's take a break, smoke if you got them. <laughs> Come on, stall, smoke. I don't like to smoke. Come on, you big sissy. Smoke. Come on. Give us, have a cigarette. Have a cigarette. And I said, I just can't do it. So the guy said, well, try chewing tobacco. I said, all right, I'll try that. Yeah. Big old wad of beech nut, put it in there. But nobody told me you don't beech chew nut. it like gum. Oh. <laughs> so I'm chomping away, and I get all this liquid in my mouth. I go, well, what are you? I don't and I swallowed it. Didn't go over well. Passed out. Oh, you passed out? Yeah, if had the guy hadn't reached in and pulled that wad out, I probably wouldn't be here today. So then... They still wouldn't leave me alone, so I started carrying a cigar. I'd stick it in my mouth, and I'd never take it out. And I, I never lit it. 
I've chomped on it. You, if you, I've, I don't know. You still kind of get that flavor. I didn't even like the really, flavor. No? I just didn't like being harassed. Are you a cigar guy, Sam? I am not a cigar guy. Um, I have a, a good friend of mine um, is in the Marine Corps, and he's a cigar guy, but they uh, they don't let him bring the cigar anywhere near his place of work because he works in base motors where they've got gasoline all over the place. So that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't work. Does your old man still, uh, does he still like the occasional cigar? Um, not as far as I'm aware, but he oh. still has his cigar boxes. Secret. He still has his humidor. He still has a humidor. Yeah. He, he was well, an aficionado. Smoke cigars. Nope. You ever tried it? Nope. You just remind me of a girl that would. I know. Right. Doesn't she kind of remind you of yeah, a girl? She kind of does. The day is young. And by the way, <laughs> the day is young. and that is a compliment. That is. No, no, that's absolutely, you know, one of the guys. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you know. I've known gr- girls, you know. Well, you know who does? Kelly. Oh, really? Happy birthday. Happy. She's probably token on one as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe I should, uh, maybe that's what we should do. And get her a humidor. We should get her, we should get like gun owners radio brand cigars. Oh. How cool would that be? How about slaughterhouses? <laughs> we could brand them. The slaughterhouse. Yeah, slaughter. You also come up with the craziest names and stuff that you get into. Right, well, you're going to go big or go home. Well, babe. no, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, these are and these are just the stories I can tell on the radio, and the ones you can remember. <laughs> <laughs> there is something to be said for that too. But uh, yeah, I just, I just never could. I just couldn't get into smoking. I just couldn't do it. Man. And the tobacco was absolutely the worst thing I've ever had in my whole life. You ever do tobacco? Well, just no. Just uh, Come on. I think when Did I was you, Alicia. No. no, when I was like twelve, Michelle Sologic. We we found some some cigarettes and uh, she and I went out in the woods and and I tried smoking. Michelle, if you're out there, I hope you're doing okay. <laughs> hope you're doing well. I hope you found a better quality of person to hang out with. Poor Michelle. Poor Michelle. She's probably still out in the woods. <laughs> right out in the woods. Yeah. Green. I hope whoever you're out in the woods smoking a cigarette with is is a far better man than I. Yes, yeah. you deserve it. Because you didn't do well there either. <laughs> I, I don't I don't miss Florida. I don't <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway. I well Dave, I, I want to tell you we're about to go to break here and then we're gonna come back and we're we're gonna ask we're gonna Sam this him. question. We're gonna stump him. We're gonna start the uh, year off right. That's right. We're gonna uh we're gonna talk about your blog. You have a blog to talk about, don't you, Sam? Um I do, yes. Okay, we're week. gonna talk about your blog. We're gonna try to stump you. But Dave, I just wanted to I want I wanted to say happy new year to you and I wanted to say thank you. You've been you know, what, what are we on, like year five or six of this show? I don't know. Well, wait. Hold it. Thanks do they still Rich. count? Yeah, episode 334. Episode 334. So 334 divided, divided by, by 12. 52. Not 12. <laughs> 52. 52. How many weeks are there? That's, too many, that's too many numbers. How many? Three what? That's too many numbers 334. 34 divided. That's six and a half years, guys. Um, uh, I'll close six, to 6.42. 6.42. I, I just wanted to say. It like uh, yesterday. It does, but I, I just wanted to say thanks, man. Well, I, hey, it's the best show out of all six shows that I do. I have more fun on this show. In the beginning, I used to get irritated because we did the, you know, talking to Hammerling and everything. It would just drive me crazy. But I think we do so good, so much good for the public. And we have fun. Yeah, well. To- and Alicia's been a really great. Uh, addition to the show. Ag- agree, but I-, I wanted to say thank you for all that you've done, man. Oh, my pleasure. And I'm happy to help you out. Your, as well. 
Uh, this is your baby. It's your show. You've done a great mm-hmm. job, and I just want to well, say thank you. I couldn't do it without you. you. Are you kidding? And uh, I wanted to say Happy New Year, and I'm looking forward to, Happy New Year uh, to you know, you know, And bring back the mic drops. Six and a half more. And bring back the mic drops. All right. I, 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 you know who's been, Rich has been on me Bugging about you? The, They're yeah. good. Have in you his, ever heard them? In his rich yep. way. I think they're awesome. All right. All right we got to take a quick break. Yep. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. You know, a self-defense event happens in seconds. And in the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why the USCCA exists. Because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more than the USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. uscca.com slash G-O-R. Real quick question. If you did, you know, got the uh, right. the carry. If I got the carry. And, you know, you went ahead, and but you didn't uh, get a CCW. Yeah. Would USCCA still yeah. take you on? Yeah, you don't have to. Yes, you don't have to have a, a, a CCW. Very good. You just have to. You got to be following the law. No, no, no. I know. I know. know? I'm just saying if if that might have been a requirement for USCCA. No. Good. Good. uh, Good question, though. I thought you liked that. USCCA is really taking off. Get into a fist fight and they'll they'll back you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because you know. I know. Registered deadly weapons. I'll take you. (laughs) Yeah, you got it all together. (laughs) You'd have to eat first. What do you mean I have to eat first? Well, because you're always hungry. I am always hungry. I know. A growing boy. Okay, uh, what are we doing? Sam, Sam the man. Right? Sam the gun man. Okay, first off, uh, what do we do? You want to do question first? You want to do? Let's do question. Let's do question. Okay, so it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Sam the gun man is my nephew, and we found out years ago that he's super super good at uh, gun trivia. Yes, he is. So if you write in and uh, send us a, a message, you send us a, a question, and we use it on the air. We'll send you a hat or a shirt. Um and if we stump my nephew, my nephew, uh, if you stump him, we'll uh, we'll give you a super special prize. Hey, somebody called in. If you're still listening, somebody called in earlier and said, "Hey, you haven't sent me my your, my hat and shirt yet." Um, email me at michael, Oops. michael at sdcgo.org and uh, just remind me. Um, and uh, tell me where you want. You tell me what size you want. Tell me what you want. You want a hat or a shirt? Tell me what size you want. And uh, tell where me where to, to mail it. And we'll we'll get you the uh, we'll get you the merch. Okay. And since you messed it up, you should say, "Tell me where we can meet, and I'll buy you lunch." I do that too. You know what? You you, you want lunch? We'll go do that. Since well, only uh, because it, you lagged, it, I, we lagged. So uh, you're an honest. Guy. Happy to happy to do that. I, I don't I don't remember who the winner is, but uh, if you're still listening, email me and uh, let me know if you want to have lunch. I'll be happy to do that. So if you get 40, forty-seven emails, I know. <laughs> I heard Brendan talking to him on the phone. Did he? He reached him. All right, good. Yeah. All right. Okay, fire away. What's right. the question? So today's question we have, uh, it's Mike from Point Loma, and the question is, what four-inch barrel gun replaced the Beretta as the Air Force's security police standard issued firearm? Oh, let me see. I think I know this one. I think, I, I think it I might wasn't be, what I thought. I think I might be Mike It'd from be Point the Loma. the only one you knew. All right, go ahead. All right, did you get the question? 
Yeah, who wrote this in? Uh, Mike from Point Loma. What four-inch Mike barrel gun Loma. replaced the Beretta as the Air Force Air Force's security police standard issue fire, uh, uh, firearm? Yeah. Thanks for writing in. Um, now, there are two possible answers to this. I'm pretty sure I know which one it is, um, <clears throat> but let me give a little bit of background. Uh, so That's the... That's why it's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's why it's interesting. Okay. Um, no, so I didn't mean... In, go ahead. Go ahead. In, gen, on January 19th, 2017, um, the U.S. Army officially selected the uh, M17 and M18 modular handgun system to replace all the other handguns uh, that were in military service. The Army opted for the M17, which has like a 4.7-inch four, uh, 4. barrel, I think, Um and the other services all opted for the M18, which has about a, a 3.8 inch or four inch barrel, um, including the Air Force. Now, what I'm not sure of, uh, so in, in current service in all the in all the branches of the U.S. military, at least on paper, they're supposed to have either the M17 or the M18. No, no, no. On I, I think you, I think you heard the question wrong. What? What did the Beretta replace? What were they using before oh, the Beretta? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yes, I misheard. No, yes. So let me uh, let me read it one more time. Replace? Let me read it one more time, buddy. What four-inch barrel gun replaced the Beretta? Oh, you know what? It's written wrong. What what, what did the Beretta replace? What four-inch barrel gun did the Beretta replace as the Air Force's security police standard issue? So what was the Air Force's security police uh, standard issue gun? Uh, before the Beretta, it's a four-inch barrel gun. What did they use you're before sure, the Beretta? You're sure that's what the question is asking? I am absolutely 100% positive. Okay. Um, the Before the M9 was adopted, before the Beretta 92F was adopted as the M9, the Air Force did not use the M1911A1 as its standard issue like the other services did because it didn't have enough of them. It had 1911s in inventory, but the security forces used the M15, which is a Smith & Wesson uh, 38 caliber revolver civilian designation model 15. <laughs> See, it's a good thing you reread the question. Uh, that's exactly right. I don't know how you knew that, but that's why I thought – so that's why it was interesting. I, I had no idea before – I would never have guessed that before the Beretta – Revolver. Yeah, that they used a revolver. I would have thought that they were using the 1911, but their security – or Air Force security police. So what happened to all of those – weapons that the military discarded for the newer for a different weapon sam shmooley i don't know how many of them were surplus versus how many were just discarded and basically thrown in a wood chipper um i i cannot answer that but so can you buy surplus weapons yes you can yeah do they have to go through an fla ffl or an ffl um, yeah, they uh, they come through the civilian marksmanship program generally, and uh, they have to go through an FFL because they're still firearms. Gotcha. Are, are you familiar with the CMP? Me? Uh, Dave? Uh, no. Civilian marksmanship. Oh, civilian yeah, yeah, marksmanship yeah, 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 yeah. So you can get Grands, you can get M1 carbines, you can get Isn't 1911s. Oh, yeah, actually, it's, it it's right. Garand. Garand. Actually, it's pronounced Garand, um, so I've been told. So All right, uh, before it gets too late, before we run out of time, talk about your blog. What What is the latest blog that, uh, that you're you blogging? My most recent blog post that went up this past Monday um, was titled, There is no substitute for practice, or there's no substitute for training. I forget which. 
Um, and basically my point is that as much fun as it is to sit around and talk about guns in uh, the history and the mechanics and all that stuff, and, and as much as we gun people enjoy arguing about, oh, well, my thus and such is better than your whatever at this specific set of, uh, in this specific set of circumstances, really where the rubber meets the road is whether you can actually hit your target. And no amount of spending, no amount of money spent on the hottest new gear and gadgets will make you a better shot. It might make your rounds land closer to where you want them to, but accuracy comes from the shooter. That's awesome. In fact, that was, it's very, we were just talking about that very thing. In fact, it, it goes hand in hand. I think you even brought it up when we were talking about, hey, would you, if, if you were in a constitutional carry state, would you still recommend people get a CCW? And that that's, uh, that's one of the reasons that I think people would, would probably still opt to get, at least go through the program of, of getting a CCW so they could at least take the training. Um, at the very least, you know, be responsible enough to take the training. I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's an enormous responsibility. Um, what, what, what was the catalyst? What made you write that? Um, I don't know. I was just, uh, I don't know what brought that on. I was just thinking about that. And, um, of course, you know, as I said, when gun people are not at the range and can't get to the range, they like to sit around and argue and they, they argue until the cows come home about the, the finer points of what gun or what accessory is better than what other thing, just so that they can feel better about their own purchase. Um, but as the saying goes, fear the man with one gun for he knows how to use it. And at the end of the day, what really matters is how well you can use the, the stuff you have and how well you can use, you know, if, if you do get into a situation where you have to use some other firearm, how well you can use that. Um, and I'm not pretending I'm some kind of expert shot. Clearly I'm not. Um, but no one. I don't think that's no clear. One. I know. I was, I was gonna, gonna say I don't know. I saw you at front sight. You're good. I'm all right. I'm maybe a little better than the average person, but I'm I'm by no means competition grade. But my point is that regardless of who we are and what our level of proficiency is, we all need practice, and there's no substitute for that. You can't bu- buying a new gun will not make you a better shooter. So if you're not hitting the target, as long as the gun is working fine. And it, it doesn't have any issues like, you know, a defective barrel or whatever, um, then buying a new one will not fix your problem. If your problem is coming from you, you can't you can't buy your way out of that unless you're buying ammo or training. Excellent point. I can't wait to uh, read it. I haven't read it yet. Um, where do people find your blogs? Uh, San Diego County dot com slash blog slash blog. Dave, did you show your grandpa how to find your blogs? He was asking. Um. No, uh, no I, I don't. Ne- next time uh, you're over there, show, show them how to find your blocks on the internet, please. I will. And I have another one going up uh, tomorrow. They go up every Monday, so everyone look out for that. Excellent. All right, buddy. Happy New Year. Great Happy job. New Thank New you so much for everything you do, my friend. Yep, you're the best. Happy New Year. Everyone have a good night. Uh, you started the year off right. Hey, folks, subscribe to our show and give us a five-star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And please, when you're out bopping around, make sure you join San Diego County gun owners. You can join Orange County gun owners, too, and Inland Empire gun owners. But if you ever get in trouble, Dillon Law Group would be what I would do. But if you got U.S. concealed carry, you should be okay. But still, if you have questions, talk to Dillon. Sage Tree, if you need a good uh, website, 
And if you decide to go flying, San Diego Flight Training International. And when you stop by any of our sponsors, please drop to your knees and profusely thank them for supporting our show. And a big shout out to Alicia, Michael, Sam the Gunman, and Brendan Thomas. And of course, Action Jackson, who's missed today, but he's taking care of mom right here. On Gut Owners Radio, FM 1617. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.